0: Hey guys, it's Candice of 32 Letter. And it's Christina.
1: And we are back with episode eight of Wine and Takeout. Eight. Eight. And you know what? This episode is such a good topic. You want to know why? Because it's the damn social media effect. Yeah, so this episode is
0: the social media effect. We want to talk about, you know, how social media affects people. It often has a negative effect on people's feelings about themselves. It causes depression. I mean, there's been a lot of research done on the topic. And it's unfortunate that technology has taken us to a dark place because we need technology.
1: Yeah. I mean, actually, when you think back to how this even began, social media, I remember when Facebook was a was the Facebook.com mm-hmm. and you had to be in college in order to access Facebook.com. And this was like, go back in 2005. So we're only 12 years 13 years, excuse me, deep right. into the social media effect. And prior to that, you had MySpace, prior to that, you had Black Planet, mm-hmm. prior to that you had AIM, where you mm-hmm. were messaging each other, talking about ASL, right. a sex location. But I don't think
0: even back then it was as like harsh as it is now. Like mm. with Black Planet. Um, and AIM and all those things like you put out details that you wanted strangers to know about Mm. you 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 weren't really affected but now that you you're constantly like shown images of people that you know or people that you've gotten to know on the internet on a daily basis it really takes a toll on your mental health
1: I just think that social media has become the anti social media because without social media people think that oh I know how my friend is doing she just posted this article or you know so... Oh. I know exactly how to get in contact with all of these different people. Social media has made the word, the term six degrees of separation turn into two. Mm. Socially, everybody is available to each other. It's like, And it turns into this whole thing where if you send an email out, um, if somebody doesn't respond within two seconds they think you're being ignored, then all of a sudden you feel like, why aren't they answering me? And then you send a text message and you're looking at the ellipses on the bottom of the screen and you're like, why are they taking so long? Everybody Everybody wants everything right now. Social media has turned everybody's mind frame into what I want it right now when I want it right now. And I can get it because I have the access to it. And it has totally turned our minds into mush, I think. So true. That's why they actually created that law. That
0: um, your bosses can't email you after like a certain um, time of day. That's a law. It's a law. It's a law. Well, but what's
1: the it's... law? I just got an email from my <laughs> boss that it's a Sunday.
0: I, I, I have to do some research <laughs> on it, but I do think this like Sims from like France because they oh. have a very strict like business hour policy like do not email me after business hours i hear that that can take a toll on you because your boss will shoot off an email and it gives you so much anxiety and it's just like oh my god i forgot to send off that report oh my god i didn't complete this project or you made some mistake in some kind of way and it just really has a negative effect on you
1: i like that law i mean the europeans do have a different way of looking at things when it comes to being an employee for god's sakes they take a whole month off in december like where's our month and then
0: let's not even talk about their um parental leave policy like most of these countries you can go on Hmm. leave and your job will be intact and it's just crazy but we're not even gonna talk about that but back to the topic (laughs) um we wanted to talk about this because there has been like so many like FOMO inducing um, events this summer. Yeah, and before we even talk about the events, like FOMO is the fear of missing out. That's what FOMO breaks down mm-hmm. to. And I think I experience FOMO a lot as a mom because mm-hmm. there's so many things that I can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of just you know, for the because I don't have childcare on hand. You know, it's expensive. So you know, I might have my weekends free, but as far as like my nights to do
1: my nighttime events, I don't get that luxury anymore. More, and it sucks oh i'm sorry and i just learned what fomo even meant i mean i'm always out of the loop when it comes to certain things i think
0: fomo was the year of the word the word of the year in like 2008 so like
1: eight You're you gonna make me that oh you <laughs> know that's okay because I'm always last to the party and that's all right <laughs> which is really it's okay but it's no excuse as to why I didn't know what FOMO meant it's okay girl. but I do get FOMO and the only thing I could honestly say I have I'm going to be having FOMO for is the National Association of Black Journalists' annual convention in Detroit this year mm-hmm. we were supposed to be there yeah, yeah. like together Right And life just happens, and we're not going to be there. And everybody's all, hey, Christina, you going to be at NABJ? And I'm like, no, I got to work. Oh, okay. I can't afford it.
0: Well, I had FOMO with Essence Festival. It seemed like this year, everybody and their mama was there. And, I mean, Janet Jackson performed. It was crazy. Like, Mm. I'm just like, damn, why aren't I there? Like, what in the world kept me from attending this event? First of all, I love New Orleans. I love Mm -hmm. just, like, the vibe of the city. Everybody has energy. The food is good. The people are nice. Like, why wasn't I there? Like, that really triggered me. And I, I knew... Just leading up to the weekend that it was going, that was going to be like a lot for me. But I was just like, I braced myself. I didn't want to like completely just block it out because I did want it to see like the events that people went to and, you know, but I knew it was going to be like hard on
1: me. Aww. And
0: then there was Curl Fest this weekend. Honestly, Curl Fest, I'm pretty sure it triggered a lot of FOMO for a lot of people. <laughs> I, I saw that on Instagram a lot. For me, you know, the weather, I heard there were, like, super long lines. It took, like, hours for people to get in, I think. Um, I wasn't there, but that's what I heard, um... Mm -hmm. You know, it was a lot. And I, I'm I'm a little out of that like age range where I can just stand out there forever and definitely not in the rain in mm. the mud and no, you just count me out. <laughs> so But
1: the pretty pictures, it made it seem like it was such a nice day, and I didn't it wasn't on my list of FOMO at all. I mean, it just looked like a nice place to go and get dressed up and stunt for people around you and I think the thing about
0: it. Curl Fest for natural girls, like I'm natural. I've been natural for like six years mm-hmm. now. You know, that is like a stage for us to really like show off our beauty. Like so many spaces that we enter, like we, we're we not really accepted. You know, we're always, especially let you be natural and have like a dark skin complexion. It's just like, oh, okay, that that's that type of chick. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been called all types of things when it comes to my hair, like, oh, she's you know, Afrocentric. I'm
1: like, what? <laughs> like, what is this?
0: You know what I'm saying? Just because I don't want to put a perm in my hair, I'm Afrocentric or whatever. Oh and where's your dashiki? Like, oh. or can cannot touch your hair? So I think that that created some FOMO for me just to have that kind of like relationship building and sisterhood that I know was just flowing through mm. there. So huh.
1: that kind of sucked. But you know, there's always next year. Yeah, and know? that's the that's the type of attitude I think you need to go with that it'll happen again. Right, Essence will have, Essence Fest will happen again. Uh-huh. NABJ will have convention next year. Curl Fest, God willing, they shall have another Curl Fest in Prospect Park in Brooklyn. Right. It's not so much of a moment that you need to become upset, depressed, you know, you all of a sudden got an attitude with everybody on Saturday. Like, what's right. your problem? Now,
0: some people might have an attitude if your FOMO was caused by someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, if you and your girls were like, planning a group trip to, you know, Essence, and everybody dropped out at the last minute. Oh, man. Or, you know, whatever. You know, that might increase your FOMO, and you might really be mad at people, you know? Like, that's why you got to find your tribe you got to find true. people that are on the same page with you that are just vibing and that way you don't have to worry about people not having money people not having you know the time to take off of work or whatever you know
1: or just be like me and go anyway and that's make true. friends when you get there that's so true adults, it's not don't let one monkey stop the show please mm-hmm. that's so true no offense to the monkey <laughs> So, moving on, um, let's talk about
0: some triggers that may increase your depression or mm-hmm. that you see on social media. Um, one I can name off the top of my head is happy couples. Really? <laughs> ha- or the perception of happy ah, couples. Okay, I to say. So, for me, you know relationships go through challenges we endure a lot and I think for me if I'm having like a low moment in my relationship maybe I just had an argument with my boyfriend or something that I want him to do that he didn't do and then I hop on Instagram and I see some other boyfriend who's like the boyfriend of the year who (laughs) did just rolled out the red carpet like actually um the other day um Serena Williams' husband, his mm-hmm. name is Alexis Ohanian or whatever. He owns Reddit. He posted on Twitter, um, she said she wanted Italian, right? Mm-hmm. His pictures were, were her like, in Italy, going down some river. That's I'm like, I really? Yeah.
1: Really? yeah, You know? Yes. And then
0: someone, of course, hashtag like boyfriend
1: goals or you just won or whatever. No. Uh-huh. And I'm just like,
0: my man cannot afford to take me to Italy to get Italian,
1: you know? But guess what, girl? You know, barilla pasta be 99 cents always, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I mean, there's ways around that kind of foolishness. Like, I don't... I mean people it's not foolish because that's their reality and since we're in this social
0: media world we have access to all types of people we Mm. have access to the lives of really wealthy people we have access to the lives of people like us Mm. so when i saw that i'm just like wow i want that you know and i look over at my boyfriend and i'm
1: like we're not going to italy no girl you see what's happening (laughs) here it's creating unrealistic goals for a relationship that you didn't even know you had
0: i know i know but (laughs) you know it's real so I had my little moment I mean it didn't last long because I refreshed the page and that tweet was gone <laughs> okay. but you know it, it's real it's real or you'll see a couple you know just get engaged like you know I'm in a serious obviously we have a child together but we have not you know taken a next step but I know it's happening in the future but when you see all these couples constantly getting engaged and getting married and it's like, we're trying to like make sure our foundation is stable. That's right. You know, but it's just, it sucks. Cause I'm like, okay, when is my time coming? <laughs> and I don't want to rush it. I could rush it. What? You know, go to, go, I know I'm just saying I could, oh. I could, but I know I'm holding out for something more special.
1: Yeah. I am about to say, you're going to pull a Chrissy Lampkin and get down on bending knee and you're going <laughs> to propose first. Oh, girl, hell no. Ain't no way. Today. Ain't no way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that that's a real trigger
1: I mean yeah and then I I mean FOMO like I, I just told y'all I learned what the word was just like yesterday so I didn't know that this was really a thing to me I just kind of like I'm more of like a congratulator so like I love babies, and I like the idea of wanting to have children because, you know, I got, I was married. I was owning up to that whole idea of becoming a mom and a wife and doing the whole white picket fence thing, but shit ain't work out the way it was supposed to be. I got divorced. I ain't got nobody baby, which was a blessing in disguise. tell you that now. when' not want his big-ass headed baby anyway. So I'm saying when I see people who are pregnant, I'm like, wow. That's so beautiful. (laughs) That looks so beautiful. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. And then I think about what they got to do to get that baby out of there. And I'm like, oh, oh, maybe I don't want to do that yet. And I don't know where I have to be with my own mindset to be prepared for babies. But then the baby comes out. And then the cutest little thing. And I'm like, again, I got baby fever all over. So my ups and downs when it comes to seeing people who are, women who are pregnant. And then, of course, the the maternity shoot pictures. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Those are the most beautiful things you ever see in your life. Like that, those things to me really put me in a state of, wow. But I look and I like, I like, unless I know the background story about the couple. And I'm like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. is that just a Band-Aid baby? Mm. I mean, another trigger
0: could be like, um, you know, someone who is furthering their education because we all don't have access to that, you know. Mm -hmm. So when I see, for me, I'm in this journalism space, you know, I'm a writer, whatever, editor, whatever you want to call me, social media editor. Um, So when I see other people in other career fields that are like oh I'm going to get my third master's degree Mm, mm -hmm. and I know that on paper they look so much better than me Mm -hmm. you know I don't know what steps they took to get that like some people have um these opportunities where their degree can be paid off by their job or whatever I don't have access to that so when I see that people have the time for that and they have the money and the means, it makes me feel a certain way cuz I want to be looked at as super educated too. Mm. You know, so that creates some FOMO in me, like educational FOMO, you know.
1: Oh yeah, I absolutely um can definitely <laughs> cuz we, we have with the that. type
0: of vocational feel where it's not yeah. like, we're not servicing anybody. So, I mean, for me, I, I'm not servicing anybody, so I can't Girl. just be like hey, write this off because it's it's not going to work.
1: Unfortunately, this government does not see that journalists are a form of giving back to the community. So we don't have these type of outlets. Even though without journalists, y'all wouldn't even know what's going on around the corner from your house. Especially
0: this administration.
1: Please. That's another
0: topic for are being.
1: Yeah, we are being you know attacked attacked, on a daily basis being killed by people but like candace said it's a whole nother topic yeah for me weddings are also something that's very triggering especially when you don't get invited to somebody that you know's wedding is happening when you don't get invited
0: (laughs) i can tell you so many stories about how i had to like readjust Mm. the way i see myself for, like, certain people, certain relationships. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I've been let down so many times by people. Like, I I'll, I'll, I'll see myself as, like, an asset to you. Like, as a friend. Like, I've always been there for you. You invited me out for your birthday dinner and I spent $200 that I didn't have. Mm. You know, just alone on the food or whatever. And the an experience, not to mention my hair, outfit, or whatever. Or I participated in your wedding and you just didn't really care. Like, I... I really had to adjust my perception of people because I don't know why people fall off. I don't know why people flake. I don't know why people just discard certain friendships. But Mm. you definitely have to be strong in that regard because people are
1: flaky as hell. Isn't that the truth? I mean, I find it interesting. I have not been getting invitations to weddings since I got divorced. Mm. It, It has been like, to me, I look at that like, Bitch, what's wrong with you? Or Negro, what's wrong with you?
0: Wow.
1: Like, why do you feel I can't come to your union when I have been a part of your whole before you even met this man or this woman? Yeah, I got my own shit, but I'm over that. I'm a congratulator. I have always been a congratulator. Why the hell would you think I would not want to be there for your nuptials? That pisses me off. I personally, I think
0: from my personal experience with people getting married and stuff. Yeah people change so much to it's like they almost have like superstitions when it comes to marriage okay and like I had one friend she went through a period where it was like um I only hang out with people that are married yeah so it's like I can't hang out with you because you're not married so you're gonna bring bad vibes to my relationship yeah and I'm just like first of all I'm not wild you don't see me with a different man every day like where, where does this come from like if you're friendship with me changes because you got married. Are we really even
1: friends? Mm. Or am
0: I just some type of prop in your life?
1: Yeah, because guess what, homegirl? When you and your hubby is going through your shit, who the hell you calling? You're N- saying no, no. friends. No. They gonna try to get back with you. They always do. Okay, so they do call... They call us to hang out, but
0: they don't call us to divulge.
1: I also had another
0: friend oh. who we were friends for many many years and it's like she never opened up Mm -hmm. and I realized that one day I'm just like you never tell me about your problems I always hear about your problems from somebody else that you told and they told me anyway so it's like if I'm always opening up to you I'm always telling you about what I'm going through and you don't reciprocate it's like we don't really have that strong of a friendship to me. That's true. You know? I mean, I mean, so she's no longer friends. my friend. Well, there we go. <laughs> so you know, I I, I was hit. Yeah. You know, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, all of these things are, you know, we need to be, we need to be cognizant of our triggers. We need to be aware of what's going to send us in a downward spir- spiral. What's going to make us close ourselves or from society and make us feel sad mm-hmm. and just avoid it.
1: I mean, one other tr- depression trick I'd like to touch on is something that is not personal for myself, but I think about others with this one. It's like Father's Day, Mother's Day, and you know somebody just lost a parent or they lost a parent many years ago and they're still healing from that. I always find it so um hurtful mm-hmm. not people people aren't doing these things on purpose but i find i think about those people who they can't call their mom up and say hey mom happy mothers day and that right. mom or their dad is just gone right. like i always i am cognizant Anytime I'm posting on social media during those two particular holidays to think about those who have lost a parent because of the fact that the parent is not there anymore. So that's a personal trigger that I personally don't have, but I always lend my heart out for those who do have Mm -hmm. those personal triggers. Because you know how quickly depression can hit. And we don't use the word depression here as a joke or just a topic of discussion. It is a serious, serious diagnosis. Yeah. And it's something that we all have to definitely, you know, recognize. So one, one more trigger. Okay, one more. <laughs> That's one more. thought about. And this is, I
0: feel it sometimes. I have like career envy. So. Oh. It might be people that you kind of start off with, you know, in your career and you see them take an opportunity that you probably look at like, oh, that's not that big of a deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're all competitive. We're all on this journey together. Mm-hmm. But once you see that person getting all these opportunities, getting all these good looks and you still in the same spot, it's like... Your mind takes you to so many different places. You know, first of all, they have things to talk about, they have things to brag about. And then you might even talk about like, oh, well, how much money is this person making mm. compared to me? And whatever. And you put your value based off of their success or their perceived success. Mm. You know, so we all need to be, you know, cognizant of that and there's like people that are on social media that are straight up lying Mm -hmm. people that are like oh I got featured in this magazine or whatever and then you look at it and it's like a paid promotion it's like girl (laughs) this is not journalism okay (laughs) they did not feature you you actually paid to get featured here or whatever and it's not like an actual article or whatever or It's just a lot of smoke and mirrors. People are just circumventing the process to make themselves
1: look good. And again, you need to be aware of that and not let it affect you. And unfortunately, you're not not initially realizing that they just faking it for the gram. Right. You have to do the research to find out they're faking it for everything. And then Mm -hmm. at the end, you're like, man, I got all upset for what? I got one person that I follow. Oh. (laughs) Okay. Mm.
0: That... She never hardly posts on Instagram like that. So, one day, she was posting, and I was like, okay. I realized, like, whenever she posts, she get, like, a lot of likes and stuff. And I'm like, for somebody who's not engaged in Instagram that much, you surely get a lot of likes. hmm And I went to her page, and I saw that she had, like, 12,000 followers. And I'm like, what? 12,000 followers, 300 pictures. You've been on Instagram for five years. Okay, something isn't adding up. Right. So, I started going through her followers list, and I noticed that a lot of them were from Brazil. (laughs) So, I'm just like, I mean, there were like a gang of people that followed her from Brazil. (laughs) That's weird. And they didn't speak English. Uh, And they were the main people liking her pictures. So, I realized that she purchased these followers. Oh, no. Just to, you know, make her look important or whatever and get her over that 10,000 or whatever. So, Again, you just shouldn't compare yourself to people because you just never really know what, what their real deal is. So, mm. you know, that,
1: that definitely sucks. Wow. So, with that being said, we've come up with a list of ways that you can just figure out how to just avoid FOMO, avoid um, putting yourself through a, even a hint of depression or even jealousy. Right. So, what's the first one, Candace? Um, The first one is to
0: cut down on your screen time. Okay. I know this is hard. This is like saying don't eat cheese. What? This is like saying don't (laughs) eat chocolate. I mean, for me, I eat cheese and chocolate, okay? (laughs) You know, it's hard. Like, I don't... I have, like, seriously, oh. screen time is so, like, crucial for me. I have the option to read, like, a paper book versus my Kindle. I always choose my Kindle over a paper oh, book. Oh, really? I need, I I don't, I can't even read a paper book anymore. I have an oh. option to, like, type notes to my phone and write it down. I hate writing. I hate writing. Oh, like, no. it's just, my hand feels funny against the paper. It's just weird. Kansas. So. I need to take my own advice, but cutting down screen time will basically eliminate the opportunity to see other people doing other things. Mm. So, definitely do that.
1: Or, you know, how about you just not turn on your apps on your phone? But then it's like, that's the
0: purpose of the phone not really you
1: can go <laughs> to a the purpose of website. the phone is to call
0: people but,
1: yes. you, know. you call people you text people you do all kinds of other things with the phone you can write stuff on your phone you can send emails on your phone you can check out websites where there are articles to read there are other uses for a phone like, okay. You know, come on there's apps where you can create you know Instagram posts Canva That's That's you know true. do something useful with the phone except for you know take the apps off maybe but or turn them off and for me I try my best to turn my phone down at least an hour before I go to bed because I feel like if I'm in the bed and the phone is in my face and I'm stuck looking at social media next thing you know it's one o'clock in the morning I'm up Mm. tired
0: yeah I don't have it that bad anymore I'm so tired by the time I get to bed I can scroll for five minutes and then I'll be asleep
1: oh (laughs) well that's good so yeah definitely cut down on the screen time and what's the second one intentionally planning to do something not social media related That means get back into the real world. Get back into the real world. You know, actually put your phone down at lunch and dinner when you're with some person or by yourself. Don't be all in your phone every five seconds checking out the hashtag to see what's going on at CurlFence. Like, Mm -hmm. just do something that's actually like you can touch it, you know? Yeah, Yeah. so I, I think that's the best thing to do. Right. No, no yeah, I so in. agree.
0: Like maybe like go for a walk in the park. Um, mm-hmm. go to the library,
1: go see your grandma, like do things that don't
0: revolve around social media.
1: I mean, we're old enough, fortun I feel like we are the fortunate generation where we're old enough to know what it's like when it wasn't social media. I know. And oh we are just taking that for granted. These like, kids who we grew completely up, let that just uh, wipe out of our Psyche. You know, it's a rotary crazy. phone. You know, oh, things like that. I miss those days. Oh, girl. having to wait till you get home before you can call someone. I know. An answering machine. Mm-hmm. You know, these little things that... We took for granted because we're like the technology world said y'all got to know it now, you got to get it now. Like my God, right? Let's take a step back into the early 2000s. Sounds ridiculous to say, Mm -hmm. but we might have to do that shutdown and make it like hashtag 2004 throwback moment. I'm out. I'm eating. That's my so phone true. is not even here.
0: Maybe we should do like a little challenge where we're posting old, old pictures. Like, what were you doing in those pictures? Oh, Lord. We'll, we'll think about that. Yeah. <laughs> the no. next one is to do a social media cleanse. Yeah. Right. So, Christina, you said it takes 90 days to yes. build a habit.
1: In my world, I understand. And I don't know if I read this anywhere, but it kind of rings true in my world. Is It takes 90 days to build a habit. And it takes 90 days to get rid of it. So I've done this before when it comes to like smoking. You know, I just stopped it cold turkey, and I was done with it. Or you know, you know, heartbreak. I give myself 90 days to get over this man. I'm over it. You know, even if you want, you think you love that pint of um, Talenti um, ice cream, and you eating it every other day. Just stop eating it for 90 days. You're gonna get rid of the taste out your mouth. It just takes 90 days. So. I feel like some people utilize Lent, which is in the months of, for, you know, during Easter and it's a religious thing, to just 40 days, 40 nights, they stop doing something. So some people usually use Lent as a kickoff for their cleanse of certain things, which are bad habits, like social media. When you're on it all the time, you're you're always ignoring people. Nobody's listening to you or you're not listening to people. So taking that cleanse, I think, is really good for you. I haven't been on Facebook for 90 days. It's been 90 days. Mm. And guess what? I don't even care. (laughs) I don't. I don't care for it at all. But I now have to get back on it in a certain degree. But I'm going to utilize it in this other way that Candace came up with.
0: Yes. So here we go. This is what we all need to do. If you are on Facebook or Instagram, way too much, even Twitter, you could automate your social media post. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by that? That means that you don't even have to be on the platform. All you need are your photos and your videos or whatever. And you can post it through an app. Um, Some of the apps we use are Buffer. Mm -hmm. You can also use like Hootsuite. There are all these posting apps that allow you to post indirectly. I mean, obviously, you won't be able to engage if you take the app. If you take Instagram or Twitter off your phone, you won't be able to immediately engage. But you'll be able to be present. You'll be able to get you know, what you want out there, Mm -hmm. um, if you must. If you have, like, you know, I know it's different for everybody. Like, some people are, you know, public figures, and they can't disappear for, like, three months. Right. You have to be there because people are going to be worried about you. Yeah. yeah. Um. But <laughs> if, if you need to, you can definitely rely on those apps to get your content out there.
1: Yes. And it's definitely a way that if you're on Facebook, um, before I actually eliminated myself completely, I had first regulated my posts to things that I don't want to see that I posted years ago. This is the last one, right? Huh? Regulate your posts. Regulate your posts. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... I was able to figure out on Facebook that I didn't want to see nothing from September of 2013, and I made sure that I wouldn't see any posts. for. And then I decided I don't want to see nothing from that year at all. So Facebook has created this nice way of blocking things that you have posted years past to the day that you don't want to see it pop up on, they say, on this day, like that's the first thing you see in the morning and you going to see this ugly mug on your damn timeline. You don't want to see that ugly mug no more. So guess what? Facebook will be very kind to you and they will not remind you of certain things that you may have posted on a certain day. And I feel like they might've upgraded it to a point where you cannot see things from people that you were tagged in photos with or that you tagged yourself in a photo too. So, utilize all of these platforms so these triggers just don't happen anymore cuz I know I don't want to see me happy with my ex-husband. Amen. I don't <laughs> at all. Another thing you can do
0: and I think we all could do. We have become so obsessed with followers and, you know, who we follow whatever. Unfollow things that make you feel
1: depressed. Yes.
0: If someone just makes you feel, like, unhappy, it, it's, its it might not even be intentional. They're living their best fabulous life, you know? If they just landed in freaking, you know, I don't know, in Barbados. Okay. And you're chilling in Brooklyn and you want a vacation real bad unfollow them or mute them you know mm. for that, that five days that they're away so you don't have to see every drink they have every dip in the pool they do you don't have to see all of that so unfollow people that just make you feel like less than or just sad about your life
1: wow that's so crazy I mean um, like you said Candace, once you get off of a social media platform you may realize who are your real people mm-hmm. you I know I have over 800 people who are my friend and I put the quotes up when I say that on Facebook And once I got off of Facebook, I realized that there were about maybe 20 people who reached out to me via email and was like, are you okay? I haven't seen you around Your Your presence is missing. And if I don't speak to people through text or phone calls, see them in person on a daily basis, those people who are normally around me didn't even realize mm-hmm. I wasn't on Facebook no more. You know why? Cause they have interactions with me outside of the social media realm all the time. So those personal relationships that you think you might have on social media, you'll learn today. If those connections are really true, so I think this is—it's a a test for yourself. It's a cleanse. It's a form of adulting. Honestly, right? Right.
0: I think we just need to know that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever you prefer, is not real. Mm. It's just another communication method. It's—it's the telephone. You know, these relationships can be cut off, as you said. So just don't take it so seriously. Do not take it seriously. If somebody posts a status on Facebook that you don't like, don't take it personal. Mm -hmm. They might be hitting at you. They might be, you know, subtweeting you, whatever. Do not take it personal because honestly, if they don't have the courage to come to you and say it to your face, it doesn't even matter. Okay. You know, so just, just, just keep a level, like, view on who you are. You know, you are not your social media page. You are not your Instagram page. You feel you need more followers. You know, none of that matters. No. Because we see that there is a game being played on social media. There's You can buy followers. Some people follow you and unfollow you just to get their numbers up. It's a lot of scams going on. So <laughs> just make sure you understand what's real and what isn't.
1: Yeah. And um, use social media in a positive way yes. for yourself. Yes. I mean, you know, businesses use it for promotion. People who have their own products use it for business purposes. Social media is good for certain elements of life, as well as personal. Whether you would need to keep in touch with your relatives across the pond, or you want to make sure that people know what's going on in your your different um, the different life experiences that you have, you know, it's it's good for those things. But you know, just be positive and make sure that you're not hurting yourself by indulging too much into the other things that people are putting out there. Yes, and last thing. Unfollow your exes. Oh, unfollow
0: your exes. I know a lot of times we'll be like, I'm not gonna unfollow them because I don't want them to think that I'm bitter. But <laughs> holding on, just looking at their life, trying to like match your life up with their life to see who gets married first or who mm. has a kid first or whatever. That is you being bitter. Oh, you yeah. know you're just doing it to be vindictive. You're just trying to make it seem like you know you just want to ensure that you're going to be better than better off than they are whatever mm-hmm. but do yourself a favor and unfollow them block their number do whatever you have to do to get them out of your life because you just need to eliminate any level of you know toxic things going on in your life
1: i couldn't agree with that so much more than you just said it i mean to me my ex husband wasn't on facebook but he was on he is on twitter from what i understand and instagram and we were i from the time we were together i was never his friend on any of those platforms you know why why he wasn't the right he wasn't the same person in real life mm. he was always faking it for social media and mm. i would be there, like why'd you say that you, you <laughs> what is wrong with you and i made myself known i would never follow him on any social media platform because he was always a fronter mm. so i didn't have to unfollow him and guess what if he ever wants to know what's going on with me Google me, bitch. (laughs) Oh, well.
0: All right. There we go. We hope you guys take these jewels and apply it to your life and just, you know, be positive. Know that you are an amazing person. It doesn't matter where you are in life. You are on a journey and your story is not complete. Yes. All right. So we will talk to y'all next time. Later. Later.